Good morning. Bartimaeus was a blind beggar on the side of the road until one day Jesus passed by. Then he cried out in mercy and received his sight and followed him on the way. St. Paul, the persecutor, was a cruel and sinful man till Jesus hit him with a blinding light, and then his life began. John Newton left home as a boy to work on ships at sea. For a time, he was the slave of an African queen. Then he became captain of a slave ship until one day in a storm, he saw Jesus. Then he gave up the slave trade and became a priest. Years later, he wrote, it was amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. In 1977, or 78, I spent most of a day with Eldridge Cleaver. Cleaver was from East LA. He spent most of his life in prison, where he wrote Soul on Ice, part autobiography, part revolutionary manifesto. When he got out of prison, he became a co-founder of the Black Panther Party, part of the radical black power movement of the late 60s. At one point, he was involved in a shootout with the FBI and fled to Canada. Then, a few years later, he turned himself in at the American Embassy in Paris and returned home. He went to prison, but he had become a Christian. I met him during my senior year in seminary. He was in Washington, D.C. to speak to the National Convention of Prison Wardens. He had become friends with Chuck Colson, Colson was a former Marine who served as special counsel to President Nixon, known as Nixon's hatchet man because he said, I was ruthless. He spent time in prison for his role in the Watergate cover-up. Until then, the most serious assault on our Constitution since the Civil War. But he also had become a Christian. He wrote a book called Born Again and began a prison ministry to inmates. The day I met with Cleaver, we drove to Colson's office to pick up the PA system Colson had lent Cleaver for his talk that night. 
When we returned to the hotel, Cleaver told me his story. He had fled to Canada, then he flew to Cuba. He said that when he made comments on the condition of the poor there, he got answers, he said, like I used to hear in the South in the 50s. We have to move slowly. They're not ready for that now. From Cuba, he flew to Angola, where he encountered black racism. I thought racism was a white man's disease, he said. From Angola, he flew to North Vietnam, where he was treated like a celebrity and gave speeches about prison conditions in America. But he said, I became aware that as I was talking, they were snickering behind my back as if to say, he thinks that's bad. He should see what we do. Then he went to the Soviet Union, by which time he said, I would have been glad for a little Yankee ingenuity. Finally, he ended up in Paris, where his wife sent him a trunk of his belongings, including a Bible. He began to read the New Testament. One night, he walked out on the balcony of his hotel. He stood looking at the moon and watched as the faces of his heroes appeared and disappeared, one after another. Karl Marx, Lenin, Mao, Che Guevara. Then the face of Jesus appeared and remained. The next day, he walked into the American embassy and said, I want to go home. So where are you? I assume you have not been, like Paul, a persecutor of Jesus, or a slave trader, or attacked the Constitution, or fought with law enforcement. But do you feel lost, sidelined, marginalized? Have you been blindsided? Take heart, Jesus is drawing near. Do not listen to the voices around you telling you to stay in your place and keep quiet. Cry out the louder, cry out for Jesus to have mercy. Take heart, get up, he is calling you. Tell Jesus what you want him to do for you. The gifts of God are for the people of God.